Welcome to the Self-Care with Marissa Rader podcast. I'm your host, Marissa, and I am a certified life coach and self-care expert. I'm making it my mission to help busy women build a self-care-centered lifestyle because self-care is so much more than just pampering yourself. Society leads us to believe that basic rights like taking a warm bath or having our hair done is self-care, but I'm here to change that narrative. I'm going to teach you how I went from overwhelmed, stressed to the max, and burned out on life to thriving and loving the life I'm building, and it all started with making a commitment to myself. So what do you say? Are you ready to commit to your own personal development journey? Let me lead you to the path of happiness and contentment. That's right, the one that leads you to a life you truly love. Let's get started. All right, welcome back to another week of self-care with Marissa Rader. And I promised you a good one this week. And I have Gina. And like I mentioned in last week's episode, we met at a retreat where we had never, we had never met before. It was the first time meeting and we bonded over leftover ice cream sandwiches that previous Airbnb people had left in the freezer because we were starving on the meatless menu that was being served that week. And so (laughs) we um, bonded over that and we just have never really looked back. So Gina, I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do? Oh Oh my God, I love this. Um, Well, first off, I love ice cream, obviously. Um, so, um, yeah, I'm Gina. I'm 23. I am a personal trainer and I'm trying to take it very much so online so I can help people all over the place. Um, I've seen a lot of people in the gym where they just don't really know what to do or where to begin. And so being able to be that helping hand, no matter where you're at, is something that I absolutely love. And have found to be very beneficial for people. Um, I started all of this. I went to college and got my bachelor's degree in kinesiology and human performance. So if you don't know what that really big ology word is, like most people, because everybody looks at me like, what the heck are you talking about? (laughs) Basically, everything with the human body and how the body functions and like anatomy and physiology and all of those big words shoved into one. So the body and its function is very interesting to me. And so being able to incorporate that into my daily life and help people with it. And then all I also love to look at the aspect of how your physical health um, incorporates with your mental health. Um, A lot of times if you're dealing with mental stress, it will show up in physical ways or vice versa. And so being able to help people kind of pick apart what they're looking at and how they're dealing with things has been a big part of what I'm doing and where I'm going in my life. Uh, I love that. So you have your bachelor's degree, you're 23, you were going to go back to school, you've worked, I'm just giving some background of, you know, just from knowing you, you've worked for a physical therapist. You now are a personal trainer at a gym. 
So all of these things were just kind of stepping stones to kind of help you figure out what you really want to do in life. Are you currently (laughs) happy with the direction that everything is going? Yes, it's kind of mind boggling to look at like where I was and where this whole journey started and the pivots and changes that have happened. If you would have asked me like four years ago, five years ago, when I started my bachelor's degree, if this is where I'd be, I definitely would have laughed at you and said that this this is not where it was going. But I am very glad that it's gone this direction because I don't think I would be as happy if it went the direction that I wanted it to go five years ago. Yes, absolutely. So most of us, I speak from my own experience, are a lot older when these pivots start to happen. So what gives you the confidence to just keep chasing what feels right? Like what, what gives you that confidence? I don't really know. I've always been very like, I'm going to do what I want to do. Um, back in high school, I actually had a couple of times where I looked at my teachers and said, no, I don't want to, or, um, this, this is just the way that I want to do it. And my mom has said that I've always been very stuck in my ways. So um, just being myself and I've learned to like listen to my intuition and follow where my heart is going. Um, your heart and your gut and your mind are all connected, but they're all screaming at each other most of the time because they don't like understand each other and learning which one to listen to and being able to decipher the weird signals that this world gives us. Um, I think all of that in a nutshell, just shoved together has made me decide that if I'm not happy or if it doesn't feel right with me, like in my gut and in my heart, then it's probably not right. Oh, I love that. You are like wise beyond your years. And honestly, I have to tell you that that's how you were described to me before I met you for the very first time was that you were like an old woman inside a, like 20 something year old body. And within knowing you for like an hour, I was like, my gosh, I need this girl in my life like all the time. Because (laughs) like you have knowledge far beyond what I ever thought of having as a 23 year old, you know, when it comes to life experiences, but you just continue to learn and to grow. And I think that that's amazing. Um, Yeah. What, what are you most excited about that you're working towards right now? Um, I want to say Arizona. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so background on that, um, I was supposed to, I was still in school and we were supposed to go on a, on a five week kind of trip for school and, um, with school that kind of got canceled, but I'm still going and, So I'm learning with that kind of stuff. I'm learning to also slow down because I'm very constantly going and constantly moving. And so for five weeks, I will be away from home. Um, And still, I want to continue to work while I'm there as far as working with clients online. And so seeing that and how that will change as far as now I'm able to work with clients one-on-one in the gym. And then when I'm gone, I will have to be just strictly online and seeing how I present 
and how I show things and show up for myself and my business while I'm not home is what I'm most excited about. Oh, that's exciting. I'm excited for you. So traveling, that's something that you have mentioned multiple times to me that you love to do. And and life wasn't really like presenting you with the opportunity to do that. So tell us a little bit about what you decided when you realized that that was not an option. How did you, how did you change that? Like, what'd you do? Um, I really just told myself it had to happen. Like, this is what I want. And I started planning trips. Um, my first one was actually with my boyfriend and a few of our friends and we were going to see motocross. And I was like, I genuinely don't know how I'm going to take the time off of work and how I'm going to pay for a hotel and like food and random crap when we're out there. And so I just kind of looked at all of my stuff. I'm like, okay, where can I cut back and where, like, what's most important to me. And I realized that what I was spending my money on and what I was spending my time on was not what was important to me and was not what felt right. So I told myself if if traveling was what I wanted to do, then I was just going to make the plans and figure it out on the way. Um, Because if I had any doubt in my mind, that it was, wasn't going to happen or that it wouldn't work out, then it wasn't going to. Um, and since then, uh, that was maybe three years ago. And since then I've gone on what four trips to the black Hills for a couple weekends. And then a trip to Montana for a week that just kind of was a spur of the moment. And yeah. And now, Oh, and Idaho. So And that kind of really just making those trips and making that move made me decide that that is exactly what I needed to do. And no matter what comes up in traveling, if there's an opportunity, I'm taking it. Uh, I love that. And honestly, it was, it was a choice. Like listening to you describe that it was, it was literally just a choice. You said it, you didn't have your priorities figured out or you thought you did, but what you realized was that they were somebody else's priorities that you thought you should be doing. But when you truly looked at what you wanted and what made you happy, you were able to find a way every time because that's what was important to you. And that's what matters. And I love that. I think that that's a lesson that so many people need to hear because a lot of times we get that in our head, like, I don't have the time. I don't have the money. I can't make it work. But in reality, you can choose your hard, right? You can choose to, you know, keep spending your money the way you are and being unhappy that you're not doing something that you love, like traveling, or you can make it hard and penny pinch and budget and do all the things and then enjoy your time traveling and adventuring the way you want to, you know? And so it's totally just a mindset thing. And once again, wise beyond your years. (laughs) Yes. Thank you. We've in society, we are just so caught up in what um, Joe Blow and like Nancy down the road, what they think of us that we kind of shove off our own goals and what we what makes us happy. We're too caught up in keeping up with our neighbors and doing this because so and so wants us to our parents or the expectations. And really, if you are your own being and you don't have like kids or anybody like that, you just have to worry about yourself. Um, I mean, maybe later in life, I'll have to worry about kids and a husband if that's the track that it's going, but you still pick your own heart, even in those situations. So. Yeah, absolutely. No, I completely agree. I think back to 
being in high school, you know, and they, what do you want to do? What do you want to be when you grow up? And you're like, first off, I've never even spent a night alone without someone telling me what time to be home and where to be and what to do, let alone choose what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. And so I think that's just super unrealistic, but society kind of tells us, you know, you should go to college, you should get a degree, you should get a job, you should stay there your whole life. It, it makes you feel like you're less than if you don't do those things, right? Mm -hmm. So you already feel like you're failing when you come out of school and, you know, you decide four year college isn't for you. Okay. Now I'm behind. I'm behind everybody else who's already done that. Or if you decide you want to do, you know, there's people that want trade jobs or, you know, whatever. Or I look at my husband who got a four-year college degree to come home and be a farmer just because his parents wanted him some to have something to fall back on. And I'm he enjoyed his college experience, you know, like it wasn't, he did it in three and a half years, wasn't a big deal. But society tells us that in order to be successful, we need these things. We need to check all the boxes. And I love that you are checking the boxes in your own order. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I was so caught up in what I picked to be my career in high school. And we did all of those computerized tests where you're like, check your personality and what your um, priorities are and blah, 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 blah. And it all came to exactly what I had picked. And I was so caught up in that until about my third year of college, when I realized that that was not going to happen because of decisions that I had made prior to. And I was so like disappointed in myself and so mean to myself and just was afraid when people were like, okay, so what are you doing with your life now? Where, where are you going after college? And I was just like, well, now I have to admit that that's not happening. But now like two years, two or three years later, I'm like, I'm so glad that didn't happen. Yeah. And I don't know if it would have happened. I'd, I, I, it's weird to think about, honestly. I know I can completely relate to that. Like, I think there's so many things in everyone's life that when we think back, we're like, gosh, the things that we were praying for, the things that we were hoping for, you know, those unanswered prayers were actually answered prayers in the end, because life just ends up so much better when we aren't completely in control of it. And so just looking at the things that we have control of and, and moving, moving from there. Oh, I'm so excited to see where life <laughs> takes you. Oh, me too. Cause I have no idea, <laughs> but you're so at peace with it and so happy. Like, okay. So a lot of people that I work with, they like to have control. They like to know the next steps and they like to have these big, huge strategic plans. What's some advice that you can give them about just kind of marinating with what's going on and being in the now? Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> I definitely used to be the same way. Like I always needed to have control. And if I didn't have control, I would like freak out and shut down. And um, people are always just like, just ask yourself if you're in control of the situation or if this is really going to matter. And honestly, I just like had to force myself to think about whether I actually wanted control because I didn't really want control. Because, you know, there's a lot of power in control and there's a lot of being in control is scary. Yeah. Cause it's, it's a lot. So I had to take a step back and I would 
um, do like the counting, like um, count to 10 and see if it really, if you can calm yourself down, ask yourself if in five years, this is really going to matter in the way it turns out. Ask yourself if this is something you can control and if you can make it better. And if you can't make it better, or if it's just something that it's going to be the way it is, try not to stress about it. Just breathe. And I spend a lot of time with pen and paper, um, getting it out of my head and onto paper. I can look at it and be like, I don't know why I was worried about that. Like I, it's not something that I can make better. So I don't need to really worry about it. It can be in the back of my mind and pay attention to it, but I don't have to stress that much about it. Um, so I hate to say it, but I just followed all the cliche things and they helped. <laughs> no, I think that that's perfect because a lot of times we avoid the cliche things because they're cliche, but they're cliche because they've worked for people. <laughs> like that's the thing, you know, like common sayings are common sayings because I mean, people resonate with them. <laughs> yep. So no, I think that that's perfect advice and the pen and paper. Yeah, that's. So many people have gone to digital everything and we forget about the actual science behind taking a pen and putting it to paper and getting our ideas and our thoughts and our worries out and then giving them away. You know, you don't mm-hmm. have to hold them all in yourself. And I think that that's amazing advice. So, all right. Where can my friends find you on Instagram? So Instagram, it's literally just my first and last name, Gina Hammond. Um, I'm guessing if you have notes, you'll have to spell it out because my name is spelled weird. (laughs) It's it's literally like pants. So it's J-E-A-N-A Hammond, H-A-M-M-A-N. And yeah. Awesome. And what's one last thing that you would like to leave all of the listeners with today? Ooh. Do what makes you happy. Um, No matter what you think somebody else is going to say or um, what your internal voice is telling you, if your heart and your gut is pulling you towards it, just tell your mind to shut up because your mind is in a state of fear all the time because it wants to protect you. Um, But you can take those extra steps, those bounds, those leaps um, and see where they end up because a lot of times it's a lot better than your mind thinks it will be. So just do what makes you happy and don't ever apologize for being who you are. Oh, I love that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today. I'm so excited that I got to see your face. No one else did, but (laughs) sorry, I'm a little selfish with my guests. I just, as long as I get to see their face, that's what matters. I'm just kidding, (laughs) but I will be here cheering you on until next week and come back and tune in for another interview on living a life of happiness. That's it for this week's episode of self-care with Marissa Rader. Thank you for joining me and listen, if you enjoyed it and think your BFF or any other woman, you know, might benefit from it, send them a link, share this episode or screenshot it and share it on Instagram and tag me at marissa.rader. And hey, if you haven't already, come hang out with me on the gram where I share all things building a life you truly love in order to help you be the best version of yourself. Until next week, I will be here cheering you on.